Hey everybody, welcome. My name is Nyla. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Greener Thoughts, the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and other things you'd like to know. Today's topic is all about how the U.S. is wasting more and consuming more and actually recycling less. The podcast Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday. Please be sure to favorite, review, and share Greener Thoughts. It really means a lot. Lastly, you can go ahead and contact Greener Thoughts by voice message. The info is in the podcast description in every episode show notes, or you can send an email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So, I have uh, one special um, announcement um, in regards to some shout-outs. So, um, I kind of wanted to just briefly talk about this previous podcast episode I did. It was entitled, um, Contrail Cloud Climate Impacts, um, plus new pre-bonus giveaway info. And um, I uh, really gave a... Um, really great shout out to Jim um, from his podcast, uh, Too Many Podcasts, and um, it was really special to be um, a guest on his show, and so the link for it is finally here, and I just wanted to let you all know that I will link it in um, today's uh, podcast episode, the show notes, for you all to check it out, so be sure to check out the link so you can listen to um, myself and Jim and uh, have uh, you all listen to his show. It was so fun and I want to thank him uh, even more for having me on his show and for you all to go ahead and take a listen. So be sure to uh, have a listen. So I have a surprise. In addition to my other planned giveaways that I do annually, I have a bonus one for you. I'm running my Health is Wealth bonus giveaway and it starts July 1st. I have a few prizes and things I want to go over, so be sure to listen closely. So my Health is Wealth bonus giveaway will be occurring and it will last almost until the end of the month. The prizes are as followed. The first is one Buzzy Garlic Patch and one Eco-Friendly Dean Button Pin from Etsy. That's for one winner. Uh, The next is one Fuzzy Garlic Patch and one Eco-Friendly Dean Button Pin from Etsy. That's for another winner, winner number two. Uh, The next is one Satin Apple Patch from Etsy. That's for winner number three. And last but not least, one Eat Your Veggies patch from Etsy uh, for winner number four. Uh, so the giveaway info is as follows as well. For you to enter, all you have to do is answer a few questions. The first question is, what is your favorite fruit or vegetable or fruits or vegetables? Uh, the next question is the second one. What is a, 
with is a snack company uh, that I discussed in the Eco Company Spotlight segment of my podcast episode from June the 2nd entitled Superfoods to the Rescue, 11 Berries to Boost Your Health. And then the last is the third question. What recent podcast episode milestone number has Greener Thoughts recently celebrated? Uh, So the first individual to answer all questions correctly is the first prize winner. And the second individual to answer uh, questions correctly is awarded prizes, uh, same as the second prize winner. And then the third and fourth prize winners, respectively, will be awarded prizes for answering the questions uh, in the order that they uh, were received uh, by email. Uh, To email... Uh, all your answers, all you have to do is send them to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. And the giveaway starts at midnight Eastern Standard Time, Monday, July 1st, 2019, and ends at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on July the 28th, 2019. So please limit one-page answers for your submissions and also limit uh, this giveaway is limited to four winners exactly and all this information will be mentioned in the beginning announcements of course and in each podcast's uh, show notes for you all up until the end date on July the 28th 2019 so please read and listen to all that information carefully So before I proceed to um, in other news, which is the uh, first segment uh, for you all, I would like to give some special notice to this butterfly um, that actually that was actually found outside uh, near my car, um, and my sister wanted me to sort of talk about it. And so, um, yeah, it was, I think, a female butterfly. And my sister was like, you have to let them all know about this is butterfly. Um, and so rest in peace to Felicia um, Papilia Tigris, the butterfly. Um, and, you know, I kind of want to know what you guys would do if you found a dead butterfly near you or outside. What do you think about that? Um, have you ever seen it? What have you done um, if you saw maybe the butterfly had broken wings or was dead or do you think it's suspicious or um, anything like that or are you super um, superstitious of um, having a butterfly die in front of you um, things like that so rest in peace to uh, Felicia um, and so yeah sad times so um, I want to proceed in the next segment, which is, of course, in other news, which is a quick dose of what's happening in today's world. So the first headline for you all is that a 6.4 magnitude earthquake uh, hit Southern California, rattling large swath of the state. And that was found in NPR uh, in its environment section. Second headline for you all is that Norway challenges H&M on its sustainability claims. And that was found on treehugger.com. Um, so regarding uh, H&M's conscious collection, which I uh, did like before, um, and now I don't like H&M anymore for various reasons. 
Um, the collections, uh, quote, the collection sustainability um, credentials breach Norwegian marketing laws, end quote, uh, by using symbols, statements, and color to mislead buyers. And this is according to the deputy director of the new Norwegian uh, Consumer Authority, or CA. And then last but not least, the third headline for y'all is that it was a balmy 90 degrees in Anchorage for the first time on record. And this was also found um, in the environment section on NPR. Um, and so um, Anchorage's um, previous record high, um, at least since 1952, was a 85 degrees uh, Fahrenheit reading. Um, and that was set on June the 14th, 1969. So um, I would like to proceed with our news story for today. Um, and I found it very important to talk about. And I found it via... Um, Huffington Post, um, also known as HuffPost, and I found it in the environment section there. Uh, so as you all probably know and have seen in many of my podcast episodes, they happen to do with different environmental topics, but what I love to cover personally is waste and recycling issues. And since I love statistics in the study of uh, people and their habits and things like that, I figured why not share with you fresh statistics um, and, you know, have these be shared with you all. And these happen to do um, with waste and the amount of waste that the U.S. is uh, making uh, on an annual basis. And so there's so many things to cover and I'm going to sort of go through them and um, let you all know what statistics are really important, what other countries are doing um, in the face of our waste crisis. So this um, piece, I entitled it Overwhelmed by Waste. So I'm going to start off with um, some research and the sources of it. So the United States represents a small portion of the world's population, about 4%. Um, and we, as the United States, we produce um, 12% um, municipal municipal solid waste and you know that's a stark contrast to countries like China and India and those countries you know they represent um, you know 36% of the world's population and they only generate um, 27% of um, municipal solid waste so that's a stark comparison to just a tiny percentage of uh, the US population uh, and it's 12% solid waste just to compare there um, and I'll link actually the chart of um, a bulk of where I found the information from, and I'll link it in the show notes for y'all to just compare um, which countries um, produce the most waste in the world. Um, while you know Americans, we do recycle a little bit, but it doesn't compare to other countries. Um, you know, I gotta say, it just doesn't. You know, Germany, for example, is so efficient in their recycling; they're one of the highest. Um, countries that recycle as far as percentage-wise. And they actually recycle um, about 68% of recycling um, uh, materials. And so they use that as, you know, what drives them. And in America, we, you know, recycle a minuscule 35% um, regarding uh, municipal waste. 
And um, the firm that um, really had the bulk of the information that I looked from, they actually analyzed that the U.S. actually produces almost an average or or full human being's um, weight. So about 234 pounds um, of plastic waste per person per year. That's how much um, Americans um, are, you know, making as far as plastic waste. It didn't go into details as far as other types of waste, but plastic is the heaviest and most consumed. So they used um, that medium of plastic waste to go ahead and measure, um, you know, how much uh, waste is being um, created. Now the next section I want to go over is um, about waste um, over recycling. So um, what waste is being recycled and how much versus, you know, recycling. Um, so, you know, in more ways than one, you can think of it is that the U.S., um, United States, is wasting time, it's wasting resources, it's creating waste when it could be doing more valuable things. Um, later, I'll talk about um, the more expansive side of the R's that we use in waste. Um, so the, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle, um, you know, infinity triangle arrow symbol um, that we see on most uh, recyclable products, that is a, a sign that, yes, this product can be recycled, but we can also look at the more expansive side of the rest of the R's, which I'll get into later, you know, and Instead of thinking about how quickly we can recycle something, think about how well we can reduce what we are using and how we can reuse uh, certain products, especially when we don't need to buy um, additional products um, for ourselves. You know, there's many ways to lessen waste overall, and so we, I think, should reduce um, our consumption, and that will help us tremendously, not just as um, those of us in the United States, with those abroad uh, just to you know do something differently and the next section I have um, is about the EPA so the EPA is of course the environmental agency um, the federal level national level um, within the United States and so back about four years ago um, in 2015 so the US EPA uh, of course the Environmental Protection Agency actually reported that um, the United States, uh, we actually generate 262 million tons of uh, municipal waste, and about half of that is sent to the landfill. A stark um, and scary fact, but it's real. Um, And about 13% of the waste that was generated during that time in 2015 um, was plastic. And of the 262 um, million um, tons, you know, there was, well, 262 million tons, um, you know, there was a percentage, of course, that was recycled, um, about 25%, which isn't a lot, and so that's very shameful, it's not okay, and there's a lot more that could have been done during that time. I'm not trying to say that, um, you know, things were as bad as they are now, but, this is kind of ridiculous as one country producing that much waste. Um, so, you know, who's banning their waste? What's happening now? 
Um, so our next uh, headline I'm going to reference to is um, talking about the different countries that are banning um, solid waste and, um, you know, they're setting guidelines. So um, in China, Thailand, and Vietnam, and Malaysia, they've all banned or are setting bans of imports of solid waste, and this includes a ton of plastic. So this is very good news. Um, the U.S. Um, actually has been accused of blocking international efforts to limit its plastic waste, um, and this includes uh, bans against single-use plastic bottles and plastic bags. Um, now, um, uh, plastic uh, water bottles and such, they can be recycled, of course, single-use ones, of course. Um, plastic bags, I actually did a, a previous podcast about them. It was probably um, the podcast about um, how to reduce plastic and plastic bags themselves. You can take them to most grocery stores, and there's a little bin, and you can put those in there um, for reuse and for recycling um, through the grocery store. Um, but, you know, the U.S. isn't on board with the global agreement um, that seeks to really slow down the consumption and use of these single-use plastics and whatnot. And, you know, they're doing a poor job, and they're sending these plastics to developing nations, which isn't great. I uh, talked about the Brazil Convention, um, the agreement that was actually mentioned, um, the global agreement that I'm talking about, um, that all the other countries seem to have been on board with, and I mentioned it in the previous podcast episode. Um, I did it um, not too long ago. It's entitled um, Mountains of Plastic Mess in Malaysia and Vows of How to End Them. And I uh, produced that on May the 30th. So be sure to check that out um, if you want to learn a little bit more on the Brazil Convention and the many countries that are banning um, plastic and plastic waste from developed countries and um, we talk more on Malaysia and how it is uh, demanding that these countries that happen to be more developed, um, they are banning their waste from um, coming into their country. I'll go ahead and link um, that podcast episode for you all, and I'll put it also in the show notes. Uh, so some of the last um, things as far as the news, um, I just want to share with you a few more stats and everything. Uh, so some takeaways um, of some stats are, you know, a few. So um, globally, you know, more than 2.1 billion metric tons of uh, uh, municipal waste or municipal municipal waste. I have trouble saying that word sometimes. So uh, municipal waste is generated each year. So 2.1 billion tons of it. So that's enough to fill 800 and 22,000 Olympic-sized uh, swimming pools. That's a huge number of swimming pools. And, you know, only a chunk, um, 16% of the waste is recycled. This is globally. Um, and, you know, humans, we've made billions of tons of plastic, about $8.3 billion, um, since 1950 when this all started. Um, so, you know, that's a key takeaway. That's a key fact. And also... Um, According to the UN General Assembly, uh, by 2050, uh, plastics could account for uh, 20% of oil consumption and 15% of the carbon dioxide budget. 
So I have a few thoughts um, about waste in America and, you know, that waste is the problem in the United States. And I want to specifically talk about the 12 R's. So um, reduce, being able to reduce, reuse, recycle, repurpose, refuse, replace, rot, um, repair, regift, recover, rethink, refill. These, you know, 12 R's are really important. When it comes to waste, thinking about how you reduce your uh, consumption in the things that you buy and making it so that what you do buy, you make sure you don't buy again. Um, making sure you are clutter-free so that you reduce what you actually may have to buy in the future or rebuy in the future. Reusing things, um, making things useful and until they wear out or are broken or no longer viable, this is when you should uh, take heed and reuse um, things in your life. Um, recycling is, is important, but the others are very important as well. Repurposing, so refashioning different things, clothing, um, items that are vintage, you know, giving them new life. Um, refusing certain things, refusing plastic bags when you are shopping. That's very important. Um, refusing our receipts or going paperless. These are very important as well. Um, and then also replacing, replacing items that are worn out so that you can get the most use out of them or having some items that are, you know, full of value. That's very important as well. Um, rot, um, when it comes to um, foods or plants or anything like that, um, making sure you compost, that saves you a lot of time. Um, repairing is the next one, whether that comes from, um, buttons or clothing, repairing a vase or something else, um, maybe something that's sentimental, that's a good way to repair something. We gifting something is um, also very nice as well. So you don't have to necessarily donate something that you would consider giving to someone as a gift. Um, you know, re-gift something and give it to someone who may need what you may be giving. Recover. This is about, you know, I think salvaging uh, things from the waste um, cycle. So Freegans, for example, they recover items from dumpsters and from... Um, you know, places that are dumping food or items or uh, pantry items or um, just anything you can think of that someone would throw out. There's someone and there's a need uh, where someone can recover those items and put it to good use. Rethinking, this is all in the mind. So rethinking your purposes for certain items, rethinking your use for certain items, rethinking why you need or may want for certain items. Do you really need... Uh, three cases of, uh, you know, lip liner and lipstick that may go out and may be wasted within a year. You know, check out the shelf life of these items. Save yourself some time and money by making your own beauty products or, um, you know, figuring out products that will last longer. Refilling items is also very important. It's the last step. The last uh, and powerful R um, in the cycle of waste and you can always, you know, find maybe beauty products and things like that 
body products, shampoo, conditioner, um, lotions, other things that can be refilled in containers. And those containers may be plastic, may be glass, may be something else, and they can be used over and over again and repeatedly and be refilled. So that's a very powerful as well, that refill there. Um, I kind of, you know, really admired that this research came out now as opposed to another time. Um, and I'm glad that it kind of shook up um, the United States as far as, you know, the statistics that, yes, you are one of the most polluting um, countries in areas of the world. And you're, you may be being bad of some, in some respects, but waste shouldn't be one of them. We should be one of the leaders and examples of a bright and green future and not one that's trashed and desecrates the planet and disrespects the planet. So if anything else, I just want to have you all take away that we can have a bigger and better, greener future if we take care of our the planet like we take care of anything else that we love. And so, you know, take heed and listen to all those R's that I talked about and, you know, wondering um, at the end of the day, what do you put in the trash and what do you recycle? What do you reuse? What do you love most? Um, and think about our planet in all those decisions. Do you love Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all of the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the description section of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. So, the Mother Earth Minutes is the time where we review in the next few minutes actions that you can take to combat the issue in the episode, and as always, save Mother Earth. So, the message for this episode is, of course, to uh, take away some tips for how to uh, have some waste reduction overall. So, overall, um, I created, you know, just a few tips and some takeaways to reduce your waste with purpose. So, um, you know, the first tip I have for you is, um, you know, just to tell you that I've done several podcast episodes already and, you know, I love the ones I do, especially about waste and other topics that I do as well. And so I would love for you all to check out my um, previous podcast episode about waste um, and it is entitled a question of groceries checkout uh, bag politics plus new prize giveaway um, but that giveaway has since ended so I will be sure to um, also link that podcast episode in the show notes for you all so you can check it out and I go into many different ways about how to um, reuse and repurpose certain items more tips in in that uh, podcast episodes um, Mother Earth Minutes for you all and it's a real treat to go ahead and you know talk about that with you all and then my second uh, tip for you all is to read books 
I love reading. I love buying books. Um, and so I have, you know, my top recommendations, you know, are, are just the following. Because I have a few that are really stand out in spectacular book selections. And they're in my personal library. I trust them. I've read these books. And, you know, they're in no particular order. So the first is um, Garbology. Um, our Dirty Love Affair with Trash is by Gregory Humes. Um, and I have the paperback, and you can get it um, in the 2013 uh, version. And then Garbage Land uh, on the Secret Trail of Trash by Elizabeth Rote, or Rote. And I love that book. I read it probably uh, five to three years ago or so. No, three to five years ago. Um, and it's a really great read. It's a powerful read about her um, adventures and misadventures and research and study of trash and where it goes on um, the trails of it. And that was um, in the 2006 version. Um, it was published and I have the paperback of that. Um, American Wasteland is the next one. American Wasteland, uh, how America throws away nearly half of its food and what we can do about it. Uh, the hardcover is the one I have, and it was published in 2010. And then uh, the fourth book as uh, a good read is Waste and Want by Susan Strasser. I have the paperback, and uh, it was published in the year 2000. And then last but not least, the fifth book I have for y'all is Gone Tomorrow, The Hidden Life of Garbage by Heather Rogers, and that was... Uh, published in 2006 and I have the paperback of that book the ego fact of the day is that Detroit's notoriously polluting trash incinerator ceases operation that fact was sourced from the Sierra Club Sierra Magazine in the July-August 2019 issue. Greener Thoughts wants to hear your story. You can choose to self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and supports the environment. Do you work hard in the environmental field in either an organization or company? Either way, let Greener Thoughts know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please send your 200-word essay to the email address greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So the Eagle Company Spotlight is the time in Greener Thoughts where, of course, I would love to hear about your product or service that happens to be environmentally friendly and you'd love for me to, of course, review it. I'd love to um, get to hear your thoughts about uh, the company and, of course, have me review it to the fullest extent and to do that. Uh, for now, um, I've been introducing companies for a while now, about since February or so, that I think are great. And you can as well uh, go ahead and check them out. Uh, for today's podcast episode, I'm going to talk about a company called Tory and Howard. Now, if you've heard the company Tory and Howard, be sure to let me know and share your thoughts. Tory and Howard was created by color consultant Tory Burke and interior design guru 
and founder of iconic home fragrance brand Slatkin & Co., uh, Howard Slatkin. Because of a serious uh, health-related uh, event and severe food allergies, respectively, they joined forces to create healthy, tasty, and nourishing food to feed your mind, body, and soul. The teenage promise is that Tori and Howard strives to create delicious, tasty treats that are made in a way that is as earth-friendly, eco-friendly, and socially conscious as possible. Tori and Howard candies are USDA organic and they are gluten-free as well. And Tori and Howard uh, candies and their products do not contain the following ingredients. They do not contain artificial dyes, casein, corn syrup, dairy, GMOs, uh, nuts, soy, or wheat. Tori and Howard has products like their Chewy Fruities pouch, their Chewy Fruities stick pack, their Chewy Fruities multi-pack, their Sour Chewy Fruities pouch, uh, their Sour Chewy Fruities stick pack, and their hard candies in the tin form or bulk uh, assortment. In my experience with uh, Tory and Howard flavored candies is that I fell in love with them when I first bought them from my local Starbucks and I love their uh, original Chewy Fruities. They have the Meyer Lemon and Strawberry and Raspberry. Uh, so the Meyer Lemon and Raspberry flavor, I love that one. And also the Pomegranate and Nectarine um, f- flavor is nice as well. Um, very great, tasty, uh, sweet and sour. They have those different, you know, flavors there, and they're really cute and compact, and you know, easily accessible. Uh, their address to contact them is one forty three West Street, um, Suite one twenty one C, in New Milford, uh, Connecticut, and their zip code is zero six seven seven six. And their phone number is 888-826-9554. Uh, Tori and Howard can be found online at their website, www.toriandhoward.com, or via their store locator on their website, and also find stores online and in stores across the country where available. Tori and Howard is on the following social media platforms of Facebook at Tori and Howard, uh, Instagram at Tori and Howard, one word, all lowercase. They're also on LinkedIn at Tori and Howard LLC. They're also on Pinterest at Tori and Howard USDA Certified Organic Candy. And lastly, they're on Twitter at Tori and Howard. You can go uh, also to uh, their website, toryandhoward.com, and then look on the left side section of the webpage, and then click on Contact Us to go to their contact page and fill out their message form. So thank you all for taking the time to listen and listen well and to all the information that's packed into this podcast episode. Be sure to participate in the giveaway that's going on. It started on the first of this month. And it ends on the 28th of this month. Be sure to share this episode, especially if you don't want the planet to be trashed and think we could all do better. 